Hello, and <laughs> welcome to the Thanks Mom Podcast. I'm Christy, and I'm Grace, and we're here just to try and start something new, right, Grace? Mm-hmm. Yes. Chit chat and something we wanted to explore, something we wanted to try. We're throwing it out there for size. Yeah. I don't know what to add to that. That sounds bad. Accurate. So, <laughs> I'm a mom of six and been married for 21 years and feel like there's stories to tell, things to discuss, topics that need to be explored. What about you, Grace? I'm her oldest daughter. I'm 20. Um, college student. I don't What else? I... I'm, I kind of like the whole podcast idea. That's why I got into this idea when we were just brainstorming and joking around. We're like, what if we made a podcast? And I was like, I don't do that. But yeah, I've just been liking here, just that way you can enter into someone else's life and just hear what other people do. And it's very raw and real because it's like kind of, it's not scripted. I don't know. Totally. So we're just two Catholic women <laughs> exploring different podcasts or topics not podcasts. I hope we try and start a podcast, but that's what we're trying. Topics about life and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Whatever comes our way in terms of people we might want to interview, things we want to, different topics we want to talk about, um, bringing Catholicity and Christ and Mama Mary and the saints. And just like how faith is in the everyday. Right. The chaos. It's not always like pretty and it's not always exciting and it's not like can just be normal. Like you can find it in the normal stuff and that can be good too and it can still be beautiful. Exactly. Living the everyday doesn't have to be this huge, crazy spiritual experience. It can just be living the everyday with a mindset that's set on Christ mm-hmm. and trying to explore what that is and how to do it amidst the chaos to find calm in that or to make the ordinary extraordinary or yeah it's just but yeah that whole idea of just like faith being a part of anything and not always looking exciting I mean it can be exciting at times but it can still be just part of the everyday I don't feel like that's something people think about and that's something that's been in my heart for a few weeks so I think that that's just what sounds fun and I don't think enough people think about so it'd be nice to share that with others yeah so we hope that you'll join us on this amazing adventure of jumping into something that's a bit out of our comfort zone but something (laughs) we've been wanting to explore that you'll find some interest in it as well as give us some feedback on things you'd want us to discuss and talk about and just be real I think that's the biggest thing is finding real life in the everyday and how to live out our faith in a meaningful way without having to be those holy rulers right yeah and just encouragement that everyone that's that everyone just does that tries to live their faith in the everyday and it's not always picture perfect and that's good too and that's okay yeah because when, and I don't think everyone thinks that everyone thinks they're just doing their weird messy thing by themselves and it's not it's not accurate and yeah that's for sure, because we're very messy people, <laughs> literally and figuratively. None of us have it all together, which probably, hopefully, strikes a chord with many of you out there that we don't all have it together in 
anything that we do. But hopefully we can sanctify that by bringing it to the Lord and offering him just our daily tasks. If it's what the tests, the studying, the changing the diapers, the making the meals. Well, and like I was saying earlier in the day, like just the fun stuff too, like the socializing, the doing fun activities, the watching TV with people, the painting your nails, like the little things like, I mean, I mean, I think a lot of that comes from, I love St. Trish, she's my confirmation saint, so I love them always, more and more since my confirmation, I've been drawn to the little things, and I think that's kind of what I've been thinking about lately. It's like, how can this be a gift to the Lord? Me painting my nails, like it's, and it's so random and weird and little, but it can still be really good and beautiful. Totally. Because he's with you all the time, not just when you're at church. No. And so what does that mean? I guess, is what I've been reflecting on. Like, what does that mean? So. And yeah. just like the goof, and yeah, I don't know, just the goof, and just the goofiness of life and how he rejoices in that with you, and it doesn't always have to be so serious, I guess. Maybe that's more of what I'm trying to say. Life doesn't always have to be so serious, but it can still be good and holy. I agree. I think that's really good to be able to explore those different types of just the everyday. What's the everyday that you're, you know, always in, and how do you just make that ordinary extraordinary in a lot of ways I think St. Therese is a great one to start with in terms of just the saints that provide us examples that because they were able to focus or manage their minds or find the simplicity Mm -hmm. like St. Therese just said if I could just stay like a little child because then you can lift me to heaven Jesus or doing you know small things with great love like how do we just you know, learn to do that in our everyday life. And I think a lot of that comes to just like mindset and how are Mm -hmm. you actually being present, being present in doing your nails or being present with that phone conversation or saying a prayer before you send that text and, Mm -hmm. or choosing to not be grouchy while you do those chores, if it's making the bed or doing the dishes or whatever it can be so right grace like yeah yeah trying to that's kind of what this all stemmed from well that was one of the ideas when you're like what would we even talk about if we did try to podcast and that was my overarching idea i don't know about you i think so it was kind of like well you have a story to share you can share it out there and i I think think it resonates with a lot of different people that that it's not social media isn't just a place that everything looks perfect we mm-hmm. can we can share about the things that aren't perfect and how to try and um, change it for the better make it god-centered yeah oh, i just thought of something and then i lost it i know i hate oh, when what that you happens. said <laughs> I hate when that happens you're on a train of thought and then all of a sudden it's like it off of what you said shoot i know it just resonates yeah we should say something about why we're calling it thanks mom Oh, that's true. We thought that this would be great because, you know, we're this mother-daughter duo. I have an 18-year spread. Grace is my oldest down to a a two-and-a-half-year-old. Sophia, who's fiery. And then there's four in between. (laughs) Two more boys. Three more boys. Oops, I forgot one. And then one more girl. It's me, girl, boy, boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah, there you go. Did you catch all that? Grace, boy, boy, girl, boy, girl. Not to be confused at all. But Grace and I really like Gilmore Girls. Grace more than me. <laughs> it's definitely my favorite show. Um, our, we had friends like my sophomore year of high school. 
because which was just the ironic timing because I was 16 or I was almost 16 and when you start the show Rory's the daughter and Lorelai's the mom and Rory's 16 and we had these friends that were like you haven't seen Gilmore Girls yet you need to see it so we took like basically a year to watch it and I've rewatched it like 20 times since then not 20 but probably like four times since then <laughs> and there's like one episode I don't know like season two because she's dating Jess I think and she's like Rory sorry I said she Rory's at home and her mom's at work or something she calls her and she's like Jess still hasn't called me and I don't know we're not hanging out it's Friday night I want to go out and her mom gives her a big pep talk she's like well you don't need him and I don't remember what she says she's like well why don't you get out there you can do this and she's like yeah Rory's on the other going yeah yeah and Lorelai's pep talking and then she goes yeah thanks mom thanks mom mom." and it was thanks mom but our joke is that it sounds like she said thanks mom like with a d and it just sounds so like the way she was slouched on the couch with her throat kind of down it sounded all like kind of little girlish like yeah thanks mom and then she hangs up and runs to go and have a good friday night and so that's now what do you say what we say to each other yeah but if you type if you type d-a-n-k-s mom that no one would see that if you searched we had to actually type it out and write the right way put thanks mom in it yeah but it was just our our personal joke that when we try and encourage one another and and uh, share something funny that we can always sign off and just be like, Jinx mom. Jinx mom. And go on. So hopefully this will be encouraging and uplifting to you and something that you can hopefully just laugh about as we talk about <sighs> the nothingness of of our life. But of everything. The nothingness of everything. The enough- how, how deep and philosophical. Oh, yeah, we could try and be deep and philosophical, but <laughs> I don't think it would work very well because I don't think we're that deep and that philosophical. But Depends on the moment. I know. Who knows? Who knows what it would be. But yeah. thanks, Mom, is hopefully will develop into something much more, much great for all our avid listeners out there <laughs> right now. Right? Yeah. And so, so I hope that gives you a little taste of what we're about and what we hope to intro. And looking for more episodes coming soon that might tag your interest. And yeah, I don't know. It'll be a fun adventure, something fun to explore. And- also, just see what the Lord wants, like, what he can, I, I, oh, this is what I was thinking of earlier, like, just the idea of, so often I think people have these huge transforming stories, and I feel like you can't relate to that, because maybe you haven't, it doesn't mean there's no goodness or faith in your life, it just wasn't in a big smack in the face way, and I think a lot more people than you realize have very, just normal stories, not that there's not goodness and extraordinary moments in it, but that's not what shaped their life maybe like one extraordinary moment and that's normal and that'll be fun and just simple and relatable and I don't know no I think that's a good place to start because I think we all live for the most part people didn't get like knocked off their horse like St. Paul did and that's only in the painting well right because yeah because he actually we don't know if he's on his horse was he just blinded (laughs) but most people don't have those huge moments and I think that's why we think miracle stories are cool or um, saint stories are cool. And even though they're happening all around us, they're still beautiful in the little things that you might not notice right. all the time. It might I, not seem profound to anyone else if you were to tell them. I think a lot of it is just learning how to slow down, mm-hmm. learning how to slow down our minds and be present in this moment to go, no, God is in this moment, even though it might be super ordinary. And am I slowing down enough to recognize that? Am I being present enough like Jesus is here with me now? And so therefore, can I 
be present to him in this time as I'm doing this. However ordinary or however chaotic it is to be able to pause and and be real. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think it's always is the miracle or we let those little miracle things pass by because we're rushing from this thing to the next, you know, life with six kids can be crazy. Even you college kids, when you're running from this to that, if we don't slow down and say, I want to be present and see Jesus in whatever's around me, no matter how ordinary it is, we miss it. And then we don't think miracles are part of this time, you know, or we think we have to have this big conversion story and this big whatever, when, Mm -hmm. when we really don't, we're just called to live our, our faith. You know? I can, and I think I don't want it to be misinterpreted though the idea like if it's not extraordinary and exciting that it's bad like your life is still beautiful even if it doesn't have some transforming moment because I think maybe sometimes we beat ourselves up and like well we're not interesting and there's not something cool and exciting about my life but your life is just as beautiful as the next person's like just because you didn't have something profound that shapes your life that makes you well known or something like I don't know exactly we all have a story to tell. We all have something to share because we are made in the image and likeness of God. And because of that, nothing is insignificant. Mm-hmm. He knows all the hairs on our head, you know, and knows us by name, knitted us in our mother's room before we were born. And I think, thanks, mom. Ding, there you go. <laughs> thanks, mom. You know, I think we have to like get in that, that mode that no, my life is, can be pleasing fragrance to the Lord no matter what we're doing. And it's not that that's always like the holy roller moments. Every time I go through everything, every time I change a diaper or get in the car to like take somebody Oh, this is so sanctifying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What did Paul and I, my husband and I always used to say is, yes, I'm helping to facilitate your holiness when you're complaining about something or doing something when we were in college. We would just look (laughs) at our friend and go, Yes, I'm just helping to facilitate your holiness because I'm driving you crazy right now. I need to say that to my friends. I don't see. Could you imagine <laughs> going to Taylor or Carrie and be like, "I'm just crazy here in here, Amelia." I'm back. facilitating your holiness. That's <laughs> right, crazy. Amelia. I'm facilitating your holiness right now. <laughs> yes, that would be really good. But I think we are, and we can we can pause to be mindful of what we're doing and what we're about and however God's called us to live out our vacation even if it's not some miraculous Paul moment where we get knocked out of the ground and ask who it is and it's Jesus you know thank God that Jesus did that to St. Paul but that's not always our lives so it's how we have those St. Therese moments of doing Mm -hmm. little things with great love or thanks mom yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Yeah, so that's that's some of us and yeah, what we're trying to share and, and, and be all about. And I think that's good to think of the little moments. Grace, you brought a great point into this first episode of what are those little moments and how do we choose to do those with love? and Or even looking back and saying, you know, I always think about that. Okay, Lord, you're outside of time and space. So how if I just did this and I didn't have the best attitude? Crap, I didn't. Now I need to stop and go, eh, I should have done that better and go back and can you can you help me sanctify that or help me do better in the long run or you know learning to say sorry to your kids who look up to you and hopefully look up to you I don't know if you look up to me thanks mom I look up to you 
<laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'm just, overdoing it now. I don't I know. know. <laughs> but I think it's, you know, and being able to admit, you know, I was wrong in that and that wasn't the best way to respond. And so I'm going to choose a different thought and a different mindset so that I can do better next time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Once again, I had a thought and I lost it. You're good at that. <laughs> Maybe we should have called <laughs> it that. Episode one and I already... <laughs> Once again, I had a thought and I lost it. That could be a new podcast. and Maybe we'll have to rename ours if this one doesn't work out, Grace, and call it Once Again, I Had a Thought and I Lost It. Who knows, Grace? We just like that, Once Again, I Had a Thought. Well, I don't know if that's so funny. Uh-huh. Or like, we could be like, I have a thought and be like, oh, that's a first or something. Like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have an idea. That's a first. That's Maybe that will be yours, like your break off into once I had a thought and I lost it and could be like your own like knock on like I gotta break out from my mom yeah you could even like rap or like have a have Hamilton the podcast ooh but it'd be called once again I had a thought and I lost it yeah see I can't (laughs) it'd be great it'd be great hey it had rhythm (laughs) I don't know I don't I don't have yeah I don't have I have rhythm you have rhythm yeah and that's all rapping is it just takes the notes out of it I hope they're really laughing at this because we go from <laughs> so from sanctifying little things to having thoughts and lost it to moms who cannot rap like Hamilton. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I we'll have to break either. into Broadway tunes. That could be another oh, topic. Yeah. Broadway tunes. And, oh, we should talk about Broadway shows. Yeah. Or in how they're redemptive, like once upon a time, you know, and how it. Or how they're those... not redemptive, but they make you think. Because that's what we were talking about the other day. Where I was like, I like Hamilton. I don't know if it's necessarily redemptive, but it makes me think about right. life. Like, but it should because that's what the whole back to the name of the podcast of Dank's mom came from. Yeah. Gilmore Girls. And how many times did our friends say you should watch this together because you haven't seen it? And how many times we paused it in the first season that we watched and was like, okay, this isn't a godly moment. Yeah. What could we have done better? She could have done better in this situation. And we know what's wrong here. So how do we, you know. But, but the underlying, yeah. And that's our culture. But like, I always think though, I'm like, anytime I watch a show or see something, it's like, if there's bad stuff in this, that's like, I need to one, be able to acknowledge that that's wrong. I never want to be numb to that because that's how you go downhill in our culture. But two, I need to make sure the good outweighs the bad in this. Am I, am I gaining more from this than I am like being frustrated with people saying gross things or doing bad things or whatever? Like, and so I think Gilmore Girls is a good example of that. It's like, yeah, I do not agree with a good chunk of their decisions at times, but. But can you talk but there's about there's a it? huge yes you can talk about it. and then the, but there's so, there's a huge part of family and relationship in it and just realness of life that I like about it. There's like you know there's a lot of history in their family of all this hurt and stuff and how they work through it. and they're still family. They never just like don't talk to each other like uh, and there's other aspects to it. But I always liked that because I was like that's raw and real. There was mistakes and that were made and relationships that were hurt and but it, that didn't just dismiss it they still work through it they still talk through and that's why part of of what I like there's so much I like about that show but you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I guess it's probably what you're kind of saying and that we try to figure out how to when you're faced with those things to talk about it you know and say okay what what is right here what's wrong what can we gain like you're saying like is is the good outweighing the bad or is it a point where it presents a conversation that we can have that it you know, for us, when we watched the show, it was building mother-daughter relationships, even mm-hmm. though we're not, you know, condoning everything in the show or saying mm-hmm. that it was the right way. But it, it would brought about conversation starters, make sure we're talking about different topics, and then enjoying the relational aspect to have our relationship, you know, grow and flourish with that or use those as learning opportunities or things mm-hmm. like that. And I think that's everything we have to have in life. 
-hmm. is that how how is this drawing us either close to the Lord or taking us away from that because we should always be moving forward not that you know everything like we're saying is that miracle or holy moment but that our intention is to be walking with the Lord and towards the Lord as much as we can and that is the point that's what God's calling us to and hopefully we're getting that somewhere here and there I think so I hope so. I laugh at enough things that are just normal life that I think people will probably laugh at us in a good way. <laughs> like where you're like, I hope I'm getting to a good point. And I think it's like probably resonating, but also being funny. I realize I made it sound like they're laughing at, at the good stuff. <laughs> well, I hope we can laugh at the good stuff and <laughs> well, at you know the bad I mean. stuff. You, you know what I mean. Yeah, never mind. You know, you, <laughs> if you didn't laugh, you'd cry your eyes out. You know, that's another mm-hmm. catchphrase for a different thing. So. And hey, look at you. You turned out okay so far. It's been 20 and a half years and I'm your mom. I didn't screw up that bad or at least not yet so yeah, that bad i don't know you might be on some i think i'm doing all right i think I you're doing all right i think you're doing all right i think i did okay i think you did great i think i'm doing okay oh good you thought i did great that's good you okay. only think i'm doing okay yeah. oh i think you're oh my gosh so you raised me right enough that i would say you're doing great see but that goes back to the whole thing we don't think we're doing great enough Mm-hmm. You know, and then you look and you turn it around and you spin it around and you go, no, actually you are. Because we don't think that about ourselves. But if somebody else said that to us, we're always like, no, mm-hmm. look at this and this and this. And it's it's us trying to show our brains that way again and, and say, no, brain, find the good thing. Why do we always tell our brains to go mm-hmm. find the bad things and to prove yeah. the the negative? I was talking with that like this was months ago, but I do that weekly devotional with Two of my friends, Emily Wilson, wrote Away From My Heart. So good. But one week's topic, I don't even remember what it was, but somehow it was kind of like, it might have just been like, have a better body image, you know, like, don't put yourself down. But it might have been something different, like, just loving yourself. I don't remember. But I remember talking about it, like, when we wrapped up that week, and I was just like, I feel like so often we, like, beat ourselves up, but if if I ever heard one of you guys say that about yourselves, I'd be like, heck no. Like, don't say that about yourself. That's not true. And so it's like, well, why wouldn't I give that much credit to myself? Like... I know. Like, I would never let you say that to yourself, or I'd, I'd, like, reprimand you for saying something like, like, what I would want to say to myself. So I'm like, I have just as much, you know, we're all made in the image and likeness of God. We're all equal in that sense. So I have just as much what I would give to my friend, to myself, and more so because I can't love perfectly. So my broken love knows this much is is granted to everyone, but I can't somehow give it to myself. Ooh, broken love. That's another good topic, Grace. That's really good. But I think as women, we do that. We we talk down about ourselves and we think it's a, a point of humi- humility. But right. It's and really what pride. is pride. Oh, <laughs> it's pride hidden in humility. But it, it is because humility is knowing who we are in Christ and knowing who we aren't. And it's just seeing yourself for who you are. Some saints say that. Just yeah. seeing yourself exactly as you are. Right. And so that's knowing who you You have to know who you are and who you aren't to be able to see yourself that way. Mm-hmm. And so you can't have good in you because that's who you are because you can't have false humility because that's pride in that sense, too. And you can't be overly prideful, you know, it goes, don't be arrogant. Don't be a Tony Stark before he sacrificed himself. Spoiler alert. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And now we've pulled in Marvel. It came up three years ago. You should know by now. Well, you should got Gilmore Girls. We got St. Therese. We got Tony Stark. See, it's all here. That's what everybody needs to know. If you haven't figured out, I'm a bit of a nerd. All the areas. And all All the the TV shows, (laughs) books, movies, podcasts. It's just, it's going to be all here. It's fun. 
we're gonna we're gonna touch on all of it and you guys are gonna be waiting with baited breath because <laughs> it's gonna be so exciting and so enthralling i bet you can't wait for episode two so yeah yeah oh cool awesome i know, I know. so yeah. well thanks for joining us we hope that we've hangle, ha- hangled <laughs> dangled a carrot in front of okay. your face like, there you go you hangled. yeah hung <laughs> dangled and that you'll join us back for more and uh, yeah we hope to see you next time on Dang small. Dang small. <laughs> Bye.